0: RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Every Star Trek fan came to Star Trek in their own way. Each of us has a tale to tell about how we found Star Trek and why we stayed. This is your Star Trek story. I'm Allison Pitt, and this Star Trek story comes from Paul. Dear Allison, I thought I'd tell you about my Star Trek story. It is, quite literally, a first-slash-oldest memory, because I can't tell you how old I was or what year it was. I was playing with my parents' TV, and happened upon the Corbomite Maneuver. I could say that it was like nothing I'd ever seen before, but because the memory is so old, I couldn't have had anything to compare it to, I can't even tell you with certainty what a little boy like me would have found attractive in that show without parsing it through a lifetime of being a Star Trek fan. I was lucky. My first episode was a great one. My first experience of sci-fi was a great one. I could just as easily have come across Lost in Space. (laughs) My first childhood hero, Kirk, was a great one. What I can tell you is my parents owned a black and white TV. I didn't experience Star Trek in color until I was 12 years old. I knew that it was in color because my dog-eared copy of the making of Star Trek showed blue phaser fire on the front cover, and had three color pictures on the back cover—gamesters of Triskelion, Mirror Mirror, and The Apple, I think. But from my young childhood, TV was black and white, and so was Star Trek. When I was 12, we moved to a new town, and our neighbors were Star Trek fans too. They had two teenage girls a couple of years older than me and watched Star Trek in the afternoons as a family. They were very kind and patient, allowing me to join them when I got home from school. We had a game we would play. Who could name the episode first? And we all got so good at it that at one point, we could call it as soon as the Enterprise appeared on screen. The music or the color of the planet would give it away. They had a color TV. My father took me to Washington, D.C. in 1982, where I insisted we go see Star Trek, The Wrath of Khan in the theater near our hotel. This was before pre-sales and assigned seating. We waited in line a whole showing before we were able to get in to get seats. It was worth it. When Next Generation premiered in 1987, I was about to leave the country to go traveling. I asked my brother to record all the episodes of the first season, and when I got back a year later, He proceeded to spoil the death of Tasha Yar before I could see the episode. In grad school, I had a professor who was fascinated with stories about artificial intelligence. He was convinced that a computer couldn't really think like a human unless it was shaped like a human. He was a big fan of data. I argued with him at the time. My example was Hal from 2001, but the more I think about it, the more I think he was probably right. I had my first midlife crisis at a showing of Star Trek Generations <laughs> as my f- as my childhood hero died on screen. I started crying, and not misty sentimental sniffles, but uncontrollable, racking, heaving sobs. My ex-girlfriend was trying to keep from laughing <laughs> unsuccessfully. So I cried and she laughed. It's okay. She's my ex-girlfriend, but she's also my current wife that said. She refers to 7 of 9 as 9, so you can see how much of a Star Trek fan she really is. Sigh. (laughs) When my wife and I moved to L.A., she had a job at the J. Paul Getty Museum. One of the security guards who greeted her every morning was the father of Michael Dorn. But after a couple years, she told me he was no longer at the main security desk, and she was worried that he'd been laid off. That's the prelude to the real story. One evening, we were out to see a movie, and as we waited for the theater to let us in... Michael Dorn and his wife arrived to see the same show. This type of thing happens in LA from time to time. My wife mentioned that he looked exactly like his father, and I said she should ask about him, and that I'm sure he would appreciate a personal question rather than adoration from a slobbering Star Trek fan. As he passed, she asked if his father still worked at the Getty. He turned and in that wonderful bass voice said, "'I haven't seen my father in many, many, many years.'" Yikes. We apologized, and he was very gracious, but foot goes in mouth. Enterprise premiered when my daughter was a small girl. I don't think she remembers much about this show, but she loved to point out Alan Shepard in the opening credits. When CBS All Access was announced, I was excited about a new Star Trek show, but because it was another pay channel and we'd made choices about what pay channels we were willing to purchase, I planned to wait until the DVD was available before I could watch it. I think I managed something extraordinary. First, that as a Star Trek fan, I could be patient enough to wait. And second, in a world dominated by social media, that I could go a full season and avoid all spoilers. When we vacationed in Europe last summer, my daughter realized we were able to stream European Netflix. European Netflix shows Star Trek Discovery. I could binge watch Discovery on vacation. After a full day of sightseeing, we'd get back to the hotel, and I would watch a couple episodes while my family slept. We're about caught up. My daughter is now in college. She called me last year and needed to know the name of the next-gen episode Measure of a Man, because she wanted to discuss it with one of her professors, who's fascinated with artificial intelligence. We've come full circle. That's my Star Trek story. I hope you found it interesting. Yours in Star Trek, Paul. Thanks for listening to Star Trek stories from Daily Star Trek News. If you have a story you'd like to tell, please email me at info at dailystartreknews.com or use the contact form on the website. This show is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at Patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com, the Roddenberry Podcast Network.